A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord, Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them, and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was eighty-four. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer, And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. In the opening verses of the Gospel of Luke, Luke tells us that he is writing so that you may realize the certainty of the teachings you have received. The story continues in the temple. The angel Gabriel appears to Zechariah to assure him that God has heard his prayer. Elizabeth, who was thought to be beyond childbearing years, will bear a son. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. Elizabeth gave birth to a son and he was named John. Mary gave birth to her firstborn son, 
when eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus. The promises that were announced have been fulfilled, so that you may realize the certainty of the teachings you have received. In the first two chapters of Luke, unlike anywhere else in the Gospel, Luke mentions very specific periods of time, from the pregnancy of Elizabeth to the presentation of Jesus at the temple. The angel Gabriel, who appears to both Zechariah and Mary, only appears one other place in the Bible, in the book of Daniel. The story of Daniel is set during the Babylonian captivity. Daniel reflects on his understanding of 70 years to end the desolation of Jerusalem and the restoration of the sanctuary. Seventy years becomes seventy weeks of years, seventy times seven, four hundred and ninety years. This became a common figure in apocalyptic Jewish text from after Daniel's time, after which the Messiah is to arrive. So Luke uses this number, but converts the years to days. After conceiving, Elizabeth remains hidden for five months. In the sixth month, Gabriel visits Mary and she conceives. Mary remains with Elizabeth for three months. Eight days after his birth, Jesus is circumcised, and the family goes up to Jerusalem when the time came for their purification to present Jesus at the temple, which, according to Leviticus chapter 12, verse 4, is 33 days after the circumcision of the male child. If we add up all of these days, they come to a grand total of 491, or 70 weeks and one day. John the Baptist initiates the 70 weeks of expectation before the arrival of the Messiah, who appears in the temple on the very day, according to Luke's calculation, after these weeks have come to a conclusion. The child has come to the temple. Once more, the promise has been fulfilled. In Luke's telling of the story, God's vision begins within Israel, but this is the center, not the boundary. So even though this child may be called to sit on David's throne, the borders of his realm extend to the ends of the earth. Simeon sees beyond the beautiful baby to a shadow side, to the opposition that Jesus will experience, a division that will cut like a sword through the heart of Mary. Luke often uses sight in his gospel as a metaphor for perceiving the word of God, forgetting it when it comes to faith. Anyone who turns on light creates shadows. Jesus will bring truth to light, and in so doing, throw all who come in contact with him into a crisis of decision. Luke points out the subtle distinction between the way the world sees things and the way of the gospel. 
Notice the order. In the world, it's rise and fall. The rise and fall of the Third Reich, the rise and fall of the business tycoon, the rise and fall of a movie star. But with Jesus, it's fall and rise. We fall, and from that lowest point, we rise. Simeon recognizes the child as the fulfillment of God's promise, and he is ready to die in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation. From all indications, what his eyes have seen was the infant Jesus being brought into the temple by a poor, pious family. In a similar way, Anna sees the same thing and begins talking about the redemption of Jerusalem. Is God's salvation to be seen in such common, ordinary things? God is present in an infant, in bread and wine, in each other, and in the events of the day. We realize the certainty of the teachings we have received by faith, not by sight. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. He went out, not knowing where he was to go. Our journey of faith is a companion journey. We do not always see the path before us, but like Abraham and Sarah, Mary and Joseph, we know that we do not walk alone. God has promised to journey with us, and God is faithful.